guys, welcome back to a brand new episode of Throwback Thursday. This is the one only show where we go back in time and we review a movie as if we had seen it for the very first time. Now, I know you're probably thinking about, well, Zeke, didn't you say your next Throwback Thursday was going to kick off Halloween? It was going to start off with Nightmare on Elm Street? Well, here's what happened, okay? Um, I was going to do that. I was going to end up starting the Halloween season by reviewing uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. However, um... I just, I thought about something, I was watching a movie, uh, a certain movie, just recently, and I just realized that I had so much to say about it, that I was like, I think I should make this the next Throwback Thursday before I get into the Hollow, and since, you know, and since this is going to be like the last few episodes of Throwback Thursday we're going to get this season, um, I might as well just start I might as well just do this one before I start on the Halloween season uh, reviews. So the Halloween season reviews will start with uh, 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 with Trick or Treat. Uh, and that will be next week's Throwback Thursday. This week's Throwback Thursday, I decided to talk about a movie that I'm very passionate about. That I have been obsessed with ever since I saw it for the first time. And it was a movie that I never saw when it first came out, and then when it, um, when I discovered it, I just fell in love with it. You know, was watching it basically every day, um, and I watched the 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 spinoff documentary series that is based off this movie. Um, it is a movie called uh, Chef. And it was written and directed by John Favreau, and I, and I love this movie so much. Spoiler alert for the review: I love this movie so much that I just I had to talk about it. Um, so we're gonna get started. Let's talk about uh, John Favreau's Chef. We're being reviewed by the most important critic in the city. Now suddenly you're going to be an artist. Well, be an artist on your own time. It's my restaurant. The kitchen is my domain. That was our deal. The deal has now changed. Either you stay or you go. So you're threatening to fire me now? No, I'm telling what I'm prepared to do if you don't cook my menu. All right. So, uh, Chef, it was released on May 9th, 2014. Uh, It was... It was written and directed, of course, like I said, by John Favreau, and it stars John Favreau, Sofia Vergara, John Leguizamo, Scarlett Johansson, Dustin Hoffman, Oliver Platt, Bobby Cannavale, Amy Sedaris, uh, and Robert Downey Jr. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna I'm gonna talk about this movie. Uh, I'm going to talk about my my memories of the film, which I don't have many. Um, but I do want to talk about how I discovered this. I'm going to talk about how I discovered this movie. Um, so I had always heard of the movie Chef, but I never really paid attention to it. I just kind of put it off as a, at, at the side. I just was like, eh, maybe, maybe I'll watch it, maybe I won't. And then in 2018, I had... I just kept hearing about it and hearing about it. And I was like, I got to watch that someday. And I just kept pushing it off. For some weird reason, I just kept pushing it off. Um, And then I, in 2019, because Lion King was coming out, I was 
kind of watching a lot of John Favreau's work, just kind of basically uh, just watching all of his movies, studying his work as a director, and just kind of not even just watching the big budget stuff he's done like Iron Man or Iron Man 2 or Jungle Book, but even his smaller movies like uh, Made or um, Elf is a great one or um, Swingers. You know, even though he didn't direct Swingers, you know, he wrote that film. Or um, uh, Zathura, you know. I started watching those movies and then I um, I found this movie on a streaming service called Tubi. Which, by the way, um, not a great, not one of the best streaming services. I do watch stuff on it every once in a while, but I, it's not a great streaming service. But I found this movie on there, and I started watching it, and I remember right as the movie was coming to an end, I immediately said, that was a damn good movie. And then I watched it again, and I loved it even more. And I and the more I watched it, the more I loved it. And I think now, you know, I, I love John Favreau as a director. I mean... Obviously, he's made some bad films like Cowboys and Aliens and The Lion King remake. But he's also directed a bunch of films that I think are great. Like, I thought his Jungle Book was great. I thought Iron Man 1 was great. Elf is fantastic. Sathura, I think, is tragically underrated. Um, And I thought... I think Chef actually might be my favorite... uh, My favorite movie of his. Um, not just as a director, but also as an actor. I mean, you, you, a lot of people forget, uh, John Favreau actually started in this business by being, uh, a, uh, an actor slash writer. And then he went on to go do direct, he went on to be a director and he's actually, I think a very talented director. One of my, one of my all time favorites. Um, and, and this movie just, just proves how good much he how great he's able to balance the 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 duties of being a director a writer a producer and the star of this movie you know because you know we've we've seen we've seen kind of directors trying to star in their own stuff and it usually just doesn't work but for some reason john favreau was actually made perfectly for this role you know um I'll give you an example on where it doesn't work. Um, like with uh, uh, with Tommy Wiseau in the room, okay? Tommy Wiseau directed, wrote, produced, and starred, and distributed The Room. And that we is what it is. <laughs> um, but for some... But for some weird reason, when John Favreau was able to do it with Chef, write, direct, produce, and star, he was able to kind of actually make it work and still make it feel like a cohesive uh, movie. Um, which I guess brings me to my um, overall thoughts on the on the film Chef. I think this movie is brilliant. Um, I think... I think this movie um, might actually end up being one of my favorite movies of all time. I, I most... Very recently I did my 
uh, my top 15 favorite films of all time. And I talked about how uh, Whiplash was in that top 15. I think now after rewatching Chef again, I think Chef might take Whiplash's spot as one of my top 15 favorites of all time. Actually, I want to see where Whiplash... Whiplash landed at number 14. I would remove Whiplash and put Chef there. Because I think Chef is, I think, just... I'll say it. I think it's a masterpiece. I love it. I I think it's... For me, I think it's one of the perfect movies you know i don't think there's anything wrong with it you know i think it not only is entertaining as a mo- as a as a comedy and as a drama but i also think it's awesome it's an awesome movie about food you know um i will say this i will warn you um do not ever 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 watch this movie on an empty stomach because you will watch this movie and then go, I want to eat something so bad. Also, what this movie will make you do, this movie will make you want to actually cook your food instead of like doing that thing where you go to McDonald's and order yourself like three cheeseburgers. You'll actually just want to cook those three cheeseburgers yourself because this movie actually makes cooking seem fun, you know? Um, and. I don't know. I I I, lo- I I just I love it. Uh, I think it's phenomenal. Um I uh <laughs> Um So uh let me see. Where am I going here? Okay. So uh I guess let me uh I guess I should I can tell you guys what the movie itself is about. Uh so uh, the movie uh, Chef is directed by. Uh, well, I already said who was who is directed by. Um, it will. Uh, it is about a chef named Carl Casper, who's played by John Favreau, who um, is a very successful chef at a restaurant in Hollywood, and he used to be this big guy that all the critics said was the next big thing. You know, then he was hired at this restaurant. They 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 ended up giving him. One critic, one specific critic, played by Oliver Platt, um, gives him uh, gives him a bad review, and then it leads to him going on Twitter insulting the critic, and then after getting fired from that job, um, Carl Casper ends up uh, starting a starting a food truck, and while doing that, also forms this uh, relationship. That he uh, that he didn't have at first with uh, his son, uh, played in this movie by uh, M M J Anthony, I think that's how you say his name. But um, really, really great movie. Um, so um, yeah, so so I'm I'm gonna get into my to the things I. Uh, I love about this I, I, the things I love about it. Um, so, one of the things I love about this movie is just the acting. I think the acting is top notch, from John Favreau to Sofia Vergara to um, John Leguizamo 
Scarlett Johansson, and even Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. actually has my favorite scene in the movie. And by the way, I'm getting into spoilers, so if you haven't seen Chef, don't don't listen to this review. Uh, watch Chef and then re- listen to this review. Um, Robert Downey Jr. has this great scene where um, Carl Casper goes in to talk with him, and he's like, uh, <laughs> he talks to. Um, uh, when, when he talks to Robert Downey Jr. And Robert Downey Jr. goes, um, he starts just rambling on about a bunch of different things, like how his how his how his receptionist is pregnant, and then how he's gonna put a carpet down on the floor, and then he switches back and forth from different topics, and I just love it when he's like, um, so are we talking about the are we talking about the the the, the receptionist, or are we talking about the, the the carpet, and then all of a sudden Robert Downey Jr. Just says, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> um I love that scene. I think it's so awesome. Um and just shows how great of a improv uh how great chemistry actually John Favreau and Robert Downey Jr. have. Obviously that translated into what we saw in the Iron Man movies. Um I also thought the uh the writing, the writing in this movie is very smart. The dialogue, it's not you know it's not, um, you know, it actually is relatable dialogue. It's the kind, it's the kind of dialogue you hear, and you're, and, and you know, you, you yourself have said that, you know, or in some way. And also, I love how this movie is not afraid to show that. Yeah, life is not so PG thirteen, you know. Even uh, cooks, even chefs, who you think would be the most polite people on the planet, even they have, uh, uh, you know, garbage mouths. You know, they they throw out the f bombs and the and stuff like that. And I love how this movie just wasn't afraid to go for it. Wasn't afraid to make it rated R. It's not rated R for. You know, it doesn't have for for a movie that's rated R. It actually does feel like feel like a PG thirteen movie. You know, even though yes, they're saying a lot of f bombs. There's a lot of f bombs dropped in this movie, but it never feels like um, like constant. It it doesn't feel like a rated R movie. It it more so feels like a hard PG thirteen. And I gotta say, um, the humor is also very good. Uh, one of the things John Favreau's good at when it comes to comedy is letting his actors improv and do a lot of um, really uh, clever humor. Um, and you can tell John Favreau let let a lot of the actors in this movie have fun, especially John Leguizamo. John Leguizamo has a couple of lines that I just i i think are hilarious <laughs> um um there's one part where you know they're they're cooking and he's imitating um Sofia Vergara who plays uh John Favreau's wife in the movie you know um and it's it's i think it's hilarious so um but even uh an actress like uh, Amy Sedaris you know she's she's great um, her small little mo- she doesn't have much to do. I think she's only in like one scene in the entire movie, but she steals it. Um, I love the the whole um, 
oh, Hell's Kitchen, you still want me to pursue it, right? <laughs> in fact, there's even a deleted scene where that joke comes back. Um, she pops in again and, and has one more interaction, but uh, it's only on the deleted scenes. You're, you, you, you can't really see it in the movie. Um, although I wish they had kept it. I thought it would have been a fun scene to keep in there. Um, speaking of the editing, I want to, I'm going to talk about that for a second. Okay. Since we're already here. Um, I think the way this movie is edited, one of the great things that the thing I love most is, um, when you're like, let's say, let's, I'll use Whiplash for example. Okay. Whiplash what I love most about that movie is that they took the music scenes, the scenes where they're pl- where um, Miles Teller's playing the drums and he's you know doing all and the music's queuing up. They filmed and edited those sequences as if they were big action, as if as how you would edit a big action set piece um, in Avengers, making it very exciting and very fun to watch. And in Chef. The way they edit the, the the cooking stuff, all the stuff with the cooking and uh, him in the kitchen kind of prepping the meals and stuff like that, it is so entertaining to watch because of just the way it's cut cut together and the way it blend and the way the music blends into the sound effects. It's just all blends perfectly together. And I think this is honestly one of my personal favorite examples in editing. You know, if let's say if I was like talking to a bunch of you know young film students, I would highly recommend to watch Chef as far as edit as far as an editing standpoint because I think it is one of to me one of the best edited films. Um, uh, I I just think the way they kind of blend in a lot of stuff from the 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 sh- the, the shots that they choose to 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 cut to, but also to the the sound effects and how that blends in with the music and stuff like that. It's all really cool stuff. Um, um, and the soundtrack I think is awesome. Um, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun to listen to. (laughs) Um, however, um, one of the things I love about this movie is, um, this, uh, father and son dynamic that is, is involved in the film. Um, uh, you know, between John Favreau and MJ Anthony, who plays Percy in the film, uh, they they do such a good job of really setting up that these that 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 a chef when they go to work, they sacrifice time with their families to, because they're putting so much time and energy into the things they love. You know, which is cooking. You know, and I think a lot of people can relate to a lot of people who are passionate about a certain thing can relate to that, you know. Um, I mean, I don't have like, you know, kids or anything, but I, I, I kind of can relate to that. I've, I've put a lot of things, I've held a lot of stuff back because I was so, because I'm so passionate about what I want to do in life, you know. I'm so focused on getting the podcast ready and, you know, so focused on, you know, um, on filmmaking and also my my normal job that I always end up putting a lot of stuff on hold um so that kind of is relatable in a sense um 
and to some people who do have children, uh, to people who work, to parents who have children and who, those parents who work a lot and put a lot of time and effort into their professional career, um, that's also can be a very relatable subject matter is the, this idea of, um, of a parent who, um, kind of just put his family life aside so that he can focus on doing the thing he loves most. And I love that conversation he has with his son where he says, um, he goes, uh, I may not do everything perfect, but I'm good at this. I want to share this part of my life with you, you know, and it keeps me going and I love it. And I feel like a lot of people can relate to that and a lot of people can take that. uh, And I guess that kind of segues way into the other thing I love about this movie. I love the fact that this movie is what this movie is not just about food. It's not just about a chef who gets on Twitter and says something nasty um, or it doesn't. It's not about some father who doesn't like his son. No, 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 no. It's not about that at all. It it actually deep down it is a movie about someone who, who is rediscovering their passion for the thing they love the most um how somebody lost that passion and now rediscovers why they fell in love with it to begin with you know um when the car- when Carl Casper leaves that restaurant he worked at he ends up starting this food truck and he just feels this sense of happiness that he hasn't felt in a very long time the sense of creativity that most chefs feel when they're when they're cooking you know uh and i feel like a lot of people can relate and can relate to that aspect as well i mean i know definitely that that definitely speaks speaks to me you know as far as uh, me wanting to uh, put a lot of um uh, you know me discovering my i remember you know discovering my passion for 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 film you know for filmmaking and i feel like that that is what um that's really what this movie is actually um uh, uh about you know it's really about somebody who lost that passion so long ago but it now is kind of rediscovering it you know and um <laughs> uh i you know i i i think this uh i think that's a great thing to i think that's a great thing uh as well um one of the other things i love about this movie is just the pacing i mean this might go back to the editing part but just the pacing of this movie it moves quick you know it doesn't feel like you know most you know dramas where uh where they um try to slow down the pacing uh it it still moves even when there's a slow moment where you're taking your time to get into the emotion of what's going on they still give you time to kind of uh they still kind of move breezily through it they know they don't like they're not rushing everything else oh we can't we can't do that we 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 gotta get to here we gotta get to here we gotta get to here you know no it, they they do take their time at moments but even when they're taking their time it still is moving at that breezy cool uh this breezy kind of fast pace um 
And, you know, for a movie, honestly, for a movie that's an hour and, like, 56 minutes long, I was I watch this movie. Every time I watch this movie, I don't want it to end where it ends. I want it to keep going, you know. Um, but speaking of the ending, I want to talk about that because I love the ending. I love the way this movie ends. Um, so, again, spoilers for those of you who have not seen the movie. Um, basically... What happens is they, you know, after driving the the food truck all the way across the country, they get back to Los Angeles. Um, Percy is going to keep working on the truck with Carl. And uh, they are at an event uh, that uh, that L.A. has most, uh, uh, a lot of times called uh, First Fridays, where they have a bunch of food trucks parked out and basically a bunch of people go and, uh, check out the food trucks there, and there. Uh, uh, I think that's what the event's called. I can't remember what it's actually called. I think it's called First Friday in 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 the actual. Uh, I think they that's what they call it in the the chef show uh, documentary. But uh, <laughs> so it turns out uh, the the food critic. Played by Oliver Platt, uh, Ramsey Michelle comes to uh, visit the truck and talks to um, talks to Carl, uh, and then Carl explains that he thought he was just sending him a private message, but he didn't know that. Um, and then uh, he says that he loves it so much that he wants to bank uh, bankroll a new restaurant. Uh, for Carl's uh, new new you know business uh, wants to f- you know financially back the food truck and make it a give it a restaurant you know um, and off basically says you know you have full creative control you can cook whatever you want you can you know you know cook whatever you want whenever you want you know um and that's such a great way it's kind of also a great way to end it because it also not only wraps up this kind of cuz the whole movie was kind of set be uh with was kind of built on this rivalry between the chef and the food critic you know in in a lot of food movies you have to have the food critic you know like uh obviously ratatouille has the food critic um uh chef i think is the best example of of having that rivalry between the chef and a food critic and i think does it a lot better than a lot of other food movies do like ratatouille and you know uh a lot of other uh, cooking movies um and i like it how it all kind of ends with him saying you know you're such a you're such a talented chef i want to actually give you uh, the support and I want to you know give you a restaurant where because you know knowing that you never had control over the menu at that other place you were working now I'm giving you full control to, to cook whatever you like you don't have to stick to the same menu you know which was the problem at towards the beginning with where he was um, uh, uh, working where he was working for Dustin Hoffman's character uh, so,
So, but then, it, you know, it, it, it cuts to, you know, six months later and, uh, the, it, you know, uh, the food truck, which was called El Jefe, um, has become an official restaurant and, um, and they are having a private event and this private event turns out to be, uh, a remarriage ceremony between John Favreau and Sylvia Vergara's characters in the film, who it you know in the movie are divorced, but then they get back together, and it, uh, it's it's a pretty sweet and it's a pretty sweet way to kind of end the movie, because um, not only ha- was he able to rediscover his passion for cooking, but he was also the, able to fix the relationship that he had uh, that he had broken with his family, you know, not just with his son, but also with his wife as well. Um, and it's, it's such a, it's such a really beautiful ending and I love it a lot. Um, I gotta say one of my favorite quotes from the movie, and I've always said this quote and I can actually say it right now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say say it. For those of you who have seen the movie, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Chocolate lava cake is not just undercooked chocolate cake. That's not what makes the center molten. You take a frozen cylinder of ganache and you set it in the ramekin so as the outside cooks fully, the inside becomes molten. It's frickin' molten, you see? It's frickin' molten, you a-hole. <laughs> I'm trying to clean up my language, but oh my gosh, that's so... I I, lo- I love that moment where he just goes into the restaurant and he goes in and just starts going to town on this dude. Basically telling him, you know, you know all you... All you you don't understand the hard work that goes into cooking. All you do is sit behind a computer and just uh, say very hurtful things just to make people laugh. You know, um, and it's 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 a great moment, and I I love it a lot. And I can I usually like it's one of my favorite quotes. From chef, you know, take the frozen cylinder of ganache, set it in the ram because as the outside cooks fully, the inside becomes molten. <laughs> it's molten. Um, yeah, I love that. Um, uh, I'm trying to think what else do I? There's a there are a bunch of jokes that I think are funny. I I got um think of some of the jokes that are really really funny in this movie. Um. Uh. I mentioned the Robert Downey Jr. stuff. I think it's hilarious. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. Well, I'm trying to think what what else is really super funny. Um, hmm. Nothing's popping up. Oh, <laughs> the F Twitter moments is <laughs> hilarious. I love it when you know um, John Leguizamo goes in and goes. Hey, go home, man. Uh, F Twitter. And he's like, what are you talking about, F Twitter? I don't F him. What, what, what are you talking about? He's like, I'm not on Twitter. What do, you, what do you mean? And then they get distracted by the food, and then all of a sudden, um, Bobby Cannavale's character comes in, and he's like, hey, yo, big dog, F Twitter. And he's like, what's this again with the F Twitter? <laughs> um, and then just the 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 whole thing about the the thingy uh require uh twitter requ- uh requiring a database just it's all really funny stuff i think it's so just hilarious um 
I also um think the um uh oh when his son says the essay it says um when his son goes oh shit and then all of a sudden his the dad just says I don't want you cursing around here and then all of a sudden he's like the review went that that review got picked up and retweeted everywhere. And then he scrolls down and goes, so all these people have read the review? And he goes, and then he goes, yeah. And then all of a sudden, John Favreau just goes, ah, shit. <laughs> I think it is actually kind of funny, actually. Um, so, yeah, um, those are some of my favorite funny moments. Um, I honestly, guys, don't even have a single thing I hate about this movie. I don't. I don't. I think it's perfect. I think... To me, it, it, I, I just think it's perfection all the way around. Um, I do want to talk about the the show, um, that's on Netflix right now. Um, it it was released last year, about around the same time that I saw the movie for the first time. Um, but it is a documentary uh, series called The Chef Show, um. And it is about John Favreau, uh, who was the director, and then Roy Choi, who is a consultant on the film. Um, and they are basically going to different restaurants, cooking food for those different restaurants. Um, but they're also there's an entire episode where they cook the food from the movie Chef, and it's actually really it's actually one of my favorite episodes personally. Um, there's an episode where they go to Skywalker Ranch and and cook with Dave Filoni. Um, uh, you know they're they're sitting at a table with Tom Holland, Robert Downey Jr., the Russo brothers, and Kevin Feige. Right around the time as they were, I think they were probably. I'm I'm just assuming that I don't I don't know this, but I'm assuming that they were probably out in Atlanta shooting um, the Avengers movies. Uh, but I I love I just love uh, I love that show, and I think it's actually really entertaining to watch. Um, and it's on Netflix right now, so if you have Netflix, you know, go on Netflix and check out the Chef Show because it's, it's, it's a very entertaining um, cooking. It's one. Of, it's it's a very entertaining cooking show. I actually like it a lot. So, all right, I guess now we I can talk about uh, my overall thoughts and a score out of ten. Um, like I said many many times, I think this movie's absolute pure perfection. I think as a movie about food, it works very well as a a, a, uh, as a story about uh, a father and son is it works very well but also as a movie that is really about someone dis- rediscovering their passion um it is a beautiful movie um i think i think the the soundtrack is entertaining the en- the editing is for me some of the best editing ever um John Favreau directed the shit out of this movie. I think it's fan fantastic. Um and I love it a lot and I am going to give Chef a 10 out of 10. I think that's the first time I've given a 10 out of 10 to a movie I think since the I think since the first Jurassic Park. Uh, it's it's been a while, you know, and it's usually after I review a bunch of bad movies too, <laughs> um, so I don't know, uh, but yep, 
10 out of 10 for Chef. If you guys have not seen this movie, and I'm sorry if I just ruined the whole movie for you, but if you haven't seen the movie, please still watch the movie because I did not nearly talk about all the stuff I wanted to because um, I think you guys should experience it for yourselves. I think it is... Um, I think it's it's I just think it's amazing and I think it's so underrated. No, a lot of people don't talk about the movie and, and enough, and I think it deserves a lot of a lot more praise because I think now that I look back on it, now that I look back on 2014, I think Chef might actually be the best movie of that year. Honestly, um, uh, it's I think it's uh, amazing and um, yeah. So anyway, guys, that will do it for this episode of Throwback Thursday. Thank you so much for listening. Um, again, make sure you tune in to Throwback Thursday next week because the Halloween series will start back up. Uh, the Halloween season reviews will start up, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna be talking about um, we're gonna start with uh, Trick or Treat. Uh, so make sure you go you go and watch Trick or Treat, and then I will uh, review it and talk about it uh, next week. So definitely want to uh, check that episode out. By the way, speaking of season finales, the season finale of... Well, actually, we weren't even talking about season finales. Oh, well. Um, the season finale of Avatar, the after show, has premiered. It's on the podcast feed. It is where we are breaking down season one, and I give you guys my favorite and least favorite episode of season one of Avatar The Last Airbender. Season two will return on May 6th, 2021. And... Uh, let's see, a brand new episode of Zeke Central Show drops this week, so send in your questions, send them in now, you have until Friday at 3pm, uh, 3pm Pacific Standard Time, 6pm Eastern Standard Time for my, for my East Coast, uh, movie fans out there, you all, uh, you all have until then to send in your questions for the Zeke Setso Show, and I promise you, you will get your questions sent in. So make sure you send them in, and let's let's talk. And on sat and on Saturday, we'll we'll talk about our favorite things in the world of video, movie news, video games, television, comic books, and all that sorts of good stuff. So thank you guys so much for listening, and I will talk to you guys later. Peace out. I get to touch people's lives with what I do, and I love it. And I want to share this with you. Yeah.